Okay, here we are now with another episode. Oh, another episode. <laughs> another episode of the Andrew Lake podcast. If you are a regular listener of the Andrew Lake podcast, please share your favorite episode as this will help me find my audience today because I believe. Now's about the right time to do this. I would like to speak about The Grinch. Have you seen this movie? Classic. Classic Christmas movie. And you know, I thought about this movie and I realized it fits in with every single thing that we talk about. Which boils down to, really, family issues. Right? That's all it comes down to. Family issues. Who is the Grinch? Someone with childhood trauma. Jim Carrey is so great in this. And I'm talking, of course, about the Jim Carrey movie. I haven't seen... I think there is a more recent version. And I know there is an older version of the movie The Grinch. Many adaptations of the book by Dr. Zeus. But really, in my mind, it's just Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey. And wow, what a guy. What an actor. What a role. Perfect role for him. So well done. And what's the story of the Grinch? Why is it so much to do with childhood trauma and really our family issues? Well, it gets at the the core issue, which is loneliness. The core issue of humanity, which is not being able to connect with others. Not being able to feel the love of others. And what happens to the Grinch? Well, on Christmas Day, he gets a present from someone. Wonderful, right? You think, great, I get this present. He opens it up, and what, what is it? It's a shaver. And it's actually from his nemesis, who is poking fun at him, and all his friends start to laugh and tease him. So what was his moment of joy? What was his moment of, ah, I have a friend, got turned into humiliation. Social humiliation amongst all his peers. Now, the Grinch is pretty different. He doesn't quite look the same as everyone else. He doesn't quite fit in. And this could be the thing about Possibly why he's neglected, why he's rejected so much by his peers. And there are many people who are different. There are many people who stick out in a kind of eccentric way. And in many cultures, in many times, those people have been ridiculed and put down and pushed to the fringe. And this, well, what does this do to the Grinch? It leaves him with this bitterness. And he goes up and he says, well, I don't need people. I'm going to go up and live on my hill by myself. And from that day forth, well, he hates Christmas. And how do you feel about Christmas? Do you like Christmas? you like getting together with the family? How do you feel about being with the family? Now, come on, be honest. You don't have to... You don't have to put on that false Christmas cheer just because I'm asking. I mean, I'm not going to know your answer. So you may as well 
You may as well be honest, right? If I'm asking you this, this is your one chance to be honest. Take this as an, a test of honesty. Take this as a real test of honesty. How do you feel about Christmas? How do you feel about your family? Now, there is something we like about the festive season. Sure. There is something nice about celebration and presents and getting together. And that thing actually is, well, it's the connection with people. It's connecting with other human beings, connecting with your roots, connecting again with your family. But the hurt is that it doesn't always quite work out that way. It might be that you turn up for Christmas lunch and you have certain conversations which actually reveal to you that, well, I don't understand these people. And they don't understand me very well. And we don't have much in common. We don't share much. And there really is no connection. And really, Christmas time is just a time for me to remember how weird and how different I am. And of course, the Grinch felt that deeply. The Grinch felt that so much that he just couldn't deal with Christmas at all. And the Grinch is quite industrious. He's quite inventive. And the other side of the Grinch is that he's actually quite talented. Because you go into his den and you see all these machines and you see these things that he's got. And, of course, this is sort of stuff that has come from his bitterness. This is sort of stuff that has come from his bad feelings around the society and he's built it all up and it's all around him and in fact his industrious his industriousness actually goes all the way to him stealing Christmas and he manages to go all around to all the houses and to steal their presents and their decorations and everything all in one night he undoes he undoes all of Santa's work in one night so he can match the industriousness of Santa and Santa is a very hard-working person. Santa is a highly industrious, resourceful, productive, efficient person. So it's no small feat for Mr. Jim Carrey to pull that off and actually to get all those presents up on that hill. And you remember that scene where he's standing on the hill and he's got the sled and he's, he's lifting it up over his head. It's like, oh, I can do it. Like that. Like that's that kind of strength. That kind of power. That is a rare thing. That is a, an amazing thing. And yet it's all gone to destructive ways. It's gone to negative ways. Because of his childhood trauma. Because of his childhood issues that haven't been addressed and even more fundamentally than just his childhood issues the issue of his human condition or whatever animal he is i don't know i guess he's a he's a who right he's a sort of deformed who or some sort of gremlin or something i guess i shouldn't call him names i shouldn't i shouldn't label him that's not that's not that's not helping the cause by calling him a gremlin <laughs> sorry mr grinch you're a you're an individual being in your own right. You're a fellow form of life. 
which we must respect and understand and listen to. So, furthermore, in this plot, we have this young Who girl who is, in the eyes of many of the adults, immature, ignorant, has no idea what she's talking about. And this young girl actually sees in the Grinch a glimmer of hope. She can see his heart. She can see that he's been hurt. And she goes on and does some research to find out, well, what went wrong with the Grinch? And then she goes to nominate the Grinch for an award and there's this whole big controversy around it. And the mayor, the man who was actually the nemesis of the Grinch, who's made himself into a politician, sort of a sniving politician, talks down to this girl. Now, what what are you doing? This is all wrong. And there's even that scene where he's sort of in the book and trying to prove her wrong. And she actually says, well, no, in the book, I'm right and you're wrong. And he sort of says, oh, well, we don't need to do that. He sort of just brushes it off. So he's in the wrong. He's clearly in the wrong. And yet it's this girl, it's this amazing young girl who, I've forgotten her name. I mean, what is it? Cindy Lou, I believe it. Yeah, Cindy Lou. So Cindy is the little girl who sees the glimmer of hope in, in the Grinch and then has all the consequences there after that unfold to cause the mayhem and the controversy surrounding that insight that she has and that she's strong enough to stick with. And what does that say about children? I love to romanticize children. I love to make them something that we should put on pedestals. I love to paint the picture that they are more wise than us, that they can see things we can't see as adults. And this picture of Cindy seeing the heart and the hurt of the Grinch fits that perfectly. It's so obvious that her innocence has allowed her to actually see more of what's going on. And the chain of events that unfold from her insight, from her seeing, actually lead to the Grinch realizing who he is and what he really wants. Now, of course, it's a fairy tale story. It's a fictional story. Because in real life, normally, when a child stands up and says, what about the Grinch? I'd like to nominate the Grinch. The adult says, shut up and eat your dinner. You are wrong. And the child believes it. That's the difference. The child believes it and they do shut up and they do eat their dinner like a good little kid. And of course, it's not just one time that that happens because Cindy really has a whole bunch of things that she does. I mean, she even goes up to visit him. She even goes up to give him the invitation to the party. That's a lot of effort. And to be knocked down and to say, no, you're wrong. No, you're wasting your time. No, you shouldn't be doing that. Well, that's just too much for a child. 
child just has too much to contend with. A child simply cannot stand up to an adult. And on the rare occasion when a child does stand up to an adult, well, the adult just doubles down because the adult has the power. The adult has the the way, the means. And that's what makes this story so beautiful. Is that why, that's why we love to hear these fairy tales. Because imagine what life would be like if children actually could stand up for themselves. Imagine the world where children were free to follow those insights that they have. And you could say, well, the children need protection. They would hurt themselves. Maybe this is an overly simplistic way of seeing the world. Perhaps, maybe, perhaps. But I'd like to wager that maybe the reason this story resonates so much is because it has a kind of truth to it. It has a kind of fundamental beauty to it. So, there's a few backs and forths in the plot, and the Grinch comes down and causes mayhem and all that sort of hoo-ha, but the final realization, the final insight is that, well, it's not actually Christmas that the Grinch despises, but it's being alone and being neglected. It's not having that social circle around him. It's not having friends. And eventually he, well, he finds a friendship. The Grinch makes friends with Cindy and enjoys Christmas with them. And in that is just a microscopic insight, right? (laughs) It's so small. It seems so small, but it is significant. And of course, we can't be putting on heavy doses of personal transformation in a mainstream movie, right? I mean, all these movies, all these mainstream movies like this have only an increment by one degree of self-knowledge to them (laughs) compared to what really self-knowledge is all about, right? Because the Grinch is going to have to, like, imagine if the Grinch has this realization and then he has another one and then he forms certain relationships and then he actually goes and does all the therapy, he does the meditation, he does the transformative practices, he learns about, you know, we can get him into Osho meditations and we can get him to do dynamic meditation, kundalini meditation, we can get him to do self-talk therapy awareness techniques like who is in or gibberish or speaking in tongues and then we can get him to do all that. I mean, imagine, imagine the Grinch doing all that, right? That would be so amazing to witness. That would be so amazing to see him do that because he's got such a quirky personality. He's got such a quirky style. It's a style unlike anything else. And I wager that what would come out after that would be something truly extraordinary, right? Because the Grinch is industrious. He's unique. He's a performer. He loves to wreak havoc. He likes to do all sorts of crazy things. And if he could just have some connection, if he could just have some tenderness and some self-knowledge, then wow, then, you, then, you, then you're talking about someone who has like the full package, right? Then you're talking about someone who really, 
Whoa. Then, then you're looking at like a kind of superstar. You're looking at a kind of superhero. So is the Grinch the villain of the movie? The villain of the story or the hero of the story? That's the question. And I'd like to wager that it depends on how he turns out. Depends on how he puts his powers to use. I mean, the only difference between a superhero and a villain is how they use their powers. They both have extraordinary powers. And that's just something that comes to thought. Something that comes to mind as I ponder this movie, which seems to be the sort of right time now to do at this time. And who knows, maybe I'll have more thoughts later on. I'm sure I will. And it's a very entertaining movie, very fun movie. So that's the discussion for today. The Grinch by Jim Carrey. Sincerely hope you have enjoyed. And I know that I've said I'd like to wager too many times. So I'll say it once more just to poke fun at myself. I'd like to wager that that's all I have to say for now.